Mommy, what's that? Mom, washing a wheelbarrow. Uh, are you real? Youth and disability. What's that? Now arriving at Sin Radio. This service has now departed. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Is it you? Hell no. Is it disability? Raise the platform. Ready, willing, and able. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Don't forget the ram. Welcome to Raise the Platform for this Saturday. You are with Alex. Hello. Veronica. Hi. And Amy. Hi. And myself, Jaden. Today we are going to be we're going to be broadcasting an interview between with two of the rollers, basketballers, and continue on our discussion in the Paralympics because this week has been all the this week. Is the only full week of Paralympic action. But first, we're going to start with a song which is on our Sweet 16 this week. This is Lanks and Holler. You are on Sin 90.7. Raise the platform. That was Lanks with Holler. And now we are going to go to an interview with Amy and Leanne and Shelley. Woo! They are the rollers, basketballs who. The gliders, the, isn't it? The female yeah. team? Gliders. Gliders. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. And th- they sadly failed to qualify for the Paralympics, but it was lucky for us because we managed to snag an interview th- with them. Yeah, it was a very, very cool interview. I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. So here we go. Hey, you're listening to Raise the Platform, and we are here with an interview with Leanne and Shelley from the Gliders, the Australian National Women's Basket- Wheelchair Basketball Team. Did I get that? You got it. Yay! <laughs> this is Amy and our residence ghost, Rosie. Hello. And we pre-recorded this in advance, so hello to everyone in the studio. Rosie wanted me to give them a shout-out. <laughs> She's laughing now. Now, um, guys, thank you for coming in, first of all. Thanks uh, for having us. Thank you so much. Um, this is also going to be on a video on the website, so you can check that out eventually. Awesome. And um, so have you guys been watching the Paralympics, of course, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In between, I guess we've been watching it in between our own training yeah. and also our other commitments and work and stuff like that. But um, lucky the uh, Paralympics are shown at all hours of the day and night, so more so night. Um, so, yeah, if you're into yeah. that dedicated, you can certainly watch all night. I've been getting into the app, watching it all on the app. Yeah. It's good. Well, that leads us well into one of our questions is, like, obviously you guys are on the Australian national team and wheelchair basketball is a very athletic sport. It takes a lot of commitment. So what sort of training goes into that? Well, uh, so leading, we didn't qualify for the Rio Paralympics, which is why we're here Aww. talking about it, um, unfortunately. But well, but, you're here, you're hanging out exactly. With us. We got to come in to, and do this. Um, it's actually kind of cool watching it from, um, yeah, from like what the general public see actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so leading into our preparations for when we were trying to qualify for Rio, um, we were training full time. Um, we had part time jobs, um, but we would train. We'd be on court four times a week. 
in the gym three times a week um, and then did other cross training. So it's pretty full on. Um, and intense. then Yeah, and we play games on weekends. Um, we played in the Women's Wheelchair Basketball League, but then we also, the Australian women's team, played in the Men's Basketball League. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we had a pretty big um, lead up into our qualifiers last year. Unfortunately, we didn't try to make, uh, beat us in the final, so we didn't get to Rio. But, yeah, the training's pretty full on. Yeah, I can imagine that that sounds very, very intense. You guys, you guys, I've said intense a couple of times. I, I am not athletic, but you guys, I, after your training, I'm going to assume you guys did cycle power with Rosie and Alex and you went through Cambodia and Vietnam. Mm-hmm. How was that? Because Rosie got back and she was like, my arms, I can't feel my arms. I don't know what I'm doing. How did you guys find it? Oh, look, cycle power, I think, is one of our uh, favourite things that we can do outside of um, our basketball. Um, and we, we decided to take up uh, cycle power after the London Games where you, you go on this big high and we won a silver medal mm. and then we come down and it was quite low. We needed something to sort of pick us up. So we did find cycle power and we fell in love with, you know, all that it represents. And um, we were fortunate to... Um, meet young Rosie and, um, you know, her first cycle power trip we weren't actually on, but um, this cycle power trip, you know, she sort of blew everybody out of the water with what she is actually able or capable of achieving. Grab the microphone, Rosie. <laughs> you did choose the right one to go on because Lau, like, I was just in the bus. Yes, so I did hear that there was a bit of undulation, um, which is something that we... <laughs> really do love so um i guess cambodia was quite quite flat the same as vietnam but um look the the train it's going to be hard for anyone whether you're able-bodied or disabled like the, ch- the challenge is very difficult yeah because it's like three thousand kilometers or something oh a few, few less than that no a few less, <laughs> less. <laughs> i'm telling everyone that it's like three thousand really yeah. so like <laughs> leanne and i only did 540 but rosie must have done some secret <laughs> running in the night <laughs> She just kept going when all you guys were sleeping and circled yeah, back exactly. a couple of times. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we did call her the Hulk for a little while. Yeah. Um, um, no, like cycle power is a really cool thing because like Leanne and I are obviously elite athletes and Rosie dabbles in um, <laughs> d- dabbles in being an athlete. Radio so, host by day, elite athlete by yeah. night. But, like, it, it's just as hard or as easy as you want it to be. Um, yeah. And I think, like, everybody on the trip made it look like did it as hard as they could. And, um, you know, and that's different for everybody. But that's, I guess, one of the really good things about cycle power is that you just do it at your own pace. You push yourself as hard as you want to go. And I think, like, you know, I, I was really happy with how I rode. And I was really, like, Rosie obviously rode way more Ks than she did, you know, the year before. So yeah. it's, it's a really cool event. Yeah, that sounds really cool. If if I was athletic, I'd be like, I should go on cycle power now. But I think no I'd do about you can't, one Amy. kilometer and just kind of collapse and just sit That's on the That's what bus. Rosie kept saying. You can become athletic. Exactly. I think if you put in the training as well um, and you build that base, and it, it yeah. doesn't, you don't have to be elite to actually participate in cycle power, but if you put in the training and you give yourself, you can give yourself 12 months if that's yeah. what you need to get there. But um you know, if you have some sort of regular training, then when you do go away, you'll you'll surprise yourself with how much you can actually achieve. And when you've got the right group, which we are, around you, you're like, oh, okay, maybe I can do another 10Ks and maybe I can. And then at the end, you're like, oh, I did 60Ks today. Like, never thought yeah. that I could do that. You know? mm. so. so it almost seems like more of a challenge until you do it and you're in it and you just 
going and trying and doing all that. I guess that's a really, it's just put an interesting question in my head is the Paralympics are on TV at the moment, as we just discussed. It's really putting a spotlight on all the sports that are available to people with disabilities and all of that. How did you guys find out about wheelchair basketball? How did you get your starts? Um, we're both really different. I, I found out about it through, um, my school. So, uh, the Atlanta Paralympians, which is aging me, (laughs) um, they came home from the Paralympics and there was a welcome home parade in the streets of Melbourne and my school Mm. came down for it. And I just happened to be using a wheelchair that day because we were walking long long distances. Um, yeah. And someone saw me and said, Hey, do you know about wheelchair sports? Come try it. And so I went to like a junior come and try a day where you just tried every single sport and I just love basketball the most so I kept yeah. doing it even though I couldn't reach the ring. <laughs> I was once not athletic too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, my story is probably a little bit different to Shelley where um, I found sport later in life so mm. I was 26 and I was working at my local um, gym and there was actually a flyer on the wall that said, are you the next Paralympians? So it was an advert for the Paralympic Talent Search Day that they run. I was going to um, say, that sounds a bit Australian Idol-ish. Are you the next Paralympian? <laughs> <laughs> Come try out. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah I, you know, I grabbed the flyer, I called the number and I went along and they said, you've got to get into this sport, wheelchair basketball. Um, and I had, you know, a lot of reservations about mm. jumping in a chair and playing. But, you know, when I did get down there, my expectations were completely exceeded and... Um, you know, it's only been a positive experience since then. So it's been, yeah, the journey that I've wanted to take and yeah. just the doors and the opportunities were there and you just go with the flow. And <clears throat> yeah. Here we are. That's really, really cool that you both had such like different pathways in getting into sport. And we'll hear part two uh, just after this song. And this song is Tash Sultana with Jungle. You're on scene 90.7. So you would have been hearing this throughout the week on Sin. You are listening to Razor Platform on Sin 90.7 and that was Jungle by Tash Sultana. Which is one of our Sweet 16 tracks. Um, recently, Rosie and I got to catch up with Leanne and Shelley from the Gliders, which is the Australian National Wheelchair Basketball Team. And um, you just heard part one of that interview. Here is part two. For any, I guess, younger listeners listening, do you have any advice if they want to get into a sport with a disability? Like anything you would say to yourself if you could go back? I think just like get in there and try everything, which is what I did, and and then just find the one that you love. And if you don't mm. love, you know, one in particular, just, just do it all. I think sport is so important because um, it gives you like – a level playing field, obviously, especially disability sport, if you can get involved. But even like something like tennis, you can get into and you can play against your able-bodied mates and things like that. I just think sport um, gives you a real sense of purpose, a sense yeah. of self. Yeah, I find it really helps kids. Rosie was saying to me before we started the show that on the Cycle Power trip, her mum called you guys the queens of positive thinking. And I'm starting to believe that that's very true. No, that's Leanne. I'm very negative. I'm like, oh, I hate Cycle Power. No, no I'm not. I just get grumpier than no, I think I think where that's come from is that we're both very two def- different people where Shelley has been... Um, how, did, how did I remember I like, used to describe you that you were sort of little bit not reckless but you just sort of did whatever and you didn't really have a plan and you just sort of did you know just whatever it is bit wild. She, weren't, she wasn't she didn't have these fears that I had and I came from I was very protected and 
my mum sort of didn't really want me to explore all that much because yeah. she didn't want me to get hurt, hurt and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then sort of, you know, becoming friends with Shelley sort of balanced me out. But then, you know, um, we sort of complemented each other and it sort of started from there. And um, I guess I, I came from, you know, maybe the area where I was a little bit restricted because people did classify me as having a disability, therefore you couldn't do a lot. Yeah. Whereas Shelley, um, her family sort of gave her the freedom to become whoever she wanted and she just didn't have any of these fears or restrictions. And then slowly, slowly, slowly we started, you know, we come up with one challenge and I was afraid and terrified that I was going to hurt myself or get sick or whatever. And she's just <laughs> like, just, oh my God, just try it. And I was like, all right. And so I tried it. And every time we found a goal or we did something, we always managed to get through it, no matter how, how we did it. That's so really we, interesting. We now realise that there's nothing that we can't do. It just might be different. Yeah. Um, and so we use that mentality in everything that we do and then everyone that we meet. Hey, Rosie, how do you know that you can't write 80Ks? 80Ks does sound quite big, but let's break it down in 10Ks. In 10Ks, we can stop and have a coffee. Let's do that. Great. Then we get to the next ten, and it's just, yeah. it's just how it is. And we haven't found something that we're not capable of doing at this point. That's really cool. It also seems like being in a team and that team dynamic has really helped you guys as well, like push each other along and do that. How, um, I mean, you guys, you won a bronze medal earlier this year at, in Japan. How does being in a team like help you in your sport? Um, I don't know. I think you, you having um, a group of people and in, in particular for us, a group of women, we all have the same goals. Um, we have different ways of achieving that goal. However, it's still the same thing. And so especially for basketball everybody has different strengths and weaknesses and together we can be you know a powerhouse and you can't play a game of basketball on your own you can try but you can't do it you will actually fail <laughs> that would um, be very interesting to watch yeah. <laughs> yeah it is it's really challenging and so knowing that you can seed by utilizing you know Shelly's strengths and you know all my other teammates strengths is is you know just powerful in itself and um you know you get to learn about you know yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. What do you think? No, I, you said it quite well. Like, I think, yeah, just ha all having the one goal, I think, is very motivating. And, um, yeah, I, I've never played an – I've never really done an individual sport. So, um, yeah, I've always done everything as a team, even cycle power. Like, I'm on my own bike, but Leanne and I work like a little team and um, help each other out and stuff. And I think just having other people that are there with you doing the same thing with the same goals is um, very motivating. Cool. Well, I mean, hopefully for anyone listening at home with talking to these guys and the Paralympics on TV, you kind of inspired a bit to get into some sport and get into some action. That'd Thank you guys awesome. so much for coming in. No we problem. really appreciate it. You are listening to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. That was my interview with Leanne and Shelley from the Gliders, which is the Australian National Women's Wheelchair Basketball Team. That was a really, really cool interview, you know, hearing about their... Um, team and their way that they work towards their goals in sport and everything like that and if you want to listen to that it will be on our podcast which will be online shortly but now we're going to go to a song yes we are going to go to pink and raise your glass you are listening this is one of my favorites 90.7, Raise the Platform. That was the perfect song for a bit of air guitar, Pink with Raise Your Glass here on Raise the Platform, uh, Sin 90.7. Um, so right now, you know, the Paralympics are on TV and they're in full swing. 
And I found it really interesting that a lot of people's attitudes change for the better towards disability when there's more disability on screen and in the media. Like, I was taking a ride um, in an Uber the other day and I had this really cool conversation with um, the driver about, like, how he didn't really ever see anyone with a disability on TV and he'd really gotten into the Paralympics and, like, just seeing that representation really helped open his mindset to, like, I guess the possibilities that are out there for people with disabilities and it was really, really cool and I've noticed that in general, like, people are a lot more, I guess, open to talking about disability at the moment, which is a really nice change to see and, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have had any similar experiences or felt, like, similar feelings. Or... Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. It's really good that disability is portrayed in positive media for a change. It's awesome mm. that we have the Paralympics as, as a way of getting people who have disabilities out there. Mm-hmm. And I was on YouTube, there was this commercial, it's called... We're the superhumans. We discussed this a few weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. And we discussed about um, diversity in media a couple of weeks ago also. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's really interesting for me just to see that. And myself as a a person with a disability, um, you know, it's, it's really cool for me to see that, you know, these athletes that are out there giving it their all and really, you know, representing us really well and all and they they look like they're having an absolute fun time and I'm like I want to go to the Paralympics and I'm gonna get fit now and that's (laughs) gonna be me it's not going to happen I am not a sporty person but like for while for while they're on I'm I'm totally into fitness and totally you know into it um but yeah no it's just really good to see for me it's really heartwarming that disability is being portrayed so well. Yeah, um, I just want to quickly say one thing. They're positive role models for people with disabilities. Mm, so you can see absolutely every single disability pretty much out there and you can watch it and, yeah, you, you go, oh, my God, like, it's possible. Yeah. And um, it's, it's so great as well that, you know, um, there is such a range of disability and you see, you know, I don't want to say every type of disability that's out there, but almost like everyone is represented and it's it's so great um, that that is what is on TV for not only kids but for, you know, disability can affect anyone at any time and so if someone is going through that experience of just acquiring a disability, I would think this is a really cool thing to see. Yeah. yeah. I think so. It's awesome. Yeah. And um, I guess on that note, I um, I've forgotten what I was gonna say. That's what. <laughs> on that note, I've forgotten what I was gonna say. Um, this is, this is good. I've had a complete blank. Have you guys got anything else to add? Um, I really enjoy watching it, even as you know, someone that obviously does fitness as well. Um, not in the Paralympics, obviously. It's way too much commitment for me. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I really liked how they, um, I was watching the swimming last night and they were actually explaining the different classifications. Yeah, that can get confusing for people, I think, because like on a surface artificial level, some people don't look like 
of similar disability and what some people I've found don't understand and some of the dialogue that I've had with people is the way the rankings work poor sport <coughs> it's how your disability affects you in that sport yes. in that okay. competition it's not overall so you might have people with two completely different disabilities but it they have essentially the same outcomes or the same restrictions in that one sport so that's why they compete at the same level so I think it's tens least affected ones. The I think most. it. I think it depends on the sport. They all have different the, numbers. Yeah, and of course, depending on the sport. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how the numbers all work. And I did see the relays were like 34. The swimming relays were like four by 100 meters. Yeah, uh, they're just 34 points, and I'm just. Um, I think it is something to do with that. I yeah, don't know, but. Yeah, but it's really good also that I think um, there are so many races and they open it up to every type of ability. And, you know, they don't just have one or two and there are so many. And also it's um, it's just it's just great. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've also really liked seeing uh, the really good sportsmanship between people because um, mm. it's, it's a very obviously same to the Olympics where some people uh, won't get their desired goal and some of them can be really snooty, um, but then others, you know, just have really good sportsmanship. You know, like they, mm. they, like um, there was a guy who was doing swimming and he came last, but everyone was cheering him on, and he said it was the greatest experience of his life. Mm. So yeah, I like that as well. Yeah, just a bit, yeah, just a bit. The Paralympics is a big achievement in itself. Yeah, yeah I think so. You got that right. And also something else ex- exciting. When you watch the news and then if you have someone who you know and you go, oh, I know that person. Mm. So I know someone who happened to be in the swimming. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. No, it's great. And um, even I think if you don't know anyone involved with the Paralympics, it's just it's just great seeing yourself represented on television. Mm. That is such it may not be a disability, but... Yeah, but like... It's just such a rarity that I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah just say the person, not the disability. Yeah, and that's great as well. Like, it's... I think I think we can just say it's happy feels all around here yeah, at Raise I the think Platform so. when it comes to the Paralympics. And on that note, I think we're going to go to a song. Yes, this is Tim Pan Orange and You're Not There. You are listening to Sin 90.7, Raise the Platform. That was Tim Pan Orange, and you're not there. You're on Sin 90.7, Raise the Platform. How was your weeks? Or oh, weeks? Week, <laughs> guys. Um, Pretty good. Yeah, we're trying. I guess I can say we're trying to be a bit more talk about our week and just a bit more relaxed sometimes on Raise the Platform. I think yeah. so. Yeah, so how have you guys been? I've been really good. Not last week, but the week before. Oh, the reason why I didn't come on Rise of Platform is because my dad and I went to see a musical called We Will Rock You. That and sounds really cool. It sounds very rock and roll. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It sounds is. very Queen. Yes, it Ooh. is. It is very Queen. It actually features Queen songs in it. Yes, it does. It features Queen songs. So the, basically the story is set in the future t- uh, to which no no live music is allowed to be played. So basically everything's dominated by social media. And the book is written by an author called Ben Alton. Comedian, yeah. And also by Queen. Yeah. That's cool that they had the involvement with writing the book and really made sure that it was, like, true to them, what was presented. Yes, 
Yes, it is. So, so I guess if I can ask you, Veronica, yeah. um, for those of you who don't know at home, Veronica is visually impaired. Actually, totally blind. Totally blind. Yep. How do you find seeing a musical? I find it awesome because it's the acting, it's the sound effects, the music, it's the whole vibe. Yeah, I, I love, I go to theatre sometimes as well. I love when, like, the floor shakes from oh, the sound yes. and you hear yes. everything. Yes, I, I just love the, the build-up, the sound that's going on. It just sets up the atmosphere and it's like, oh, what's <laughs> going on? Yes. So you're a big theatre fan then? Yes, yes. Another musical I recommend is Matilda. That's awesome. I really want to see that. Yeah. It's still in Melbourne. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've, I saw it with Rosie. How did you guys How find, did you it? find we, it? We really liked it. Yeah. yeah it, was, I, it was a lot of fun. I really need to get in and see it because I've heard it's really good. Matilda was one of my, still one of my favourite movies. I, yeah. I, I love the movie and all the special effects and when he eats the cake and they're like, go Bruce! <laughs> oh yes, go Bruce Brog- Bogtrotter, that's the one. Yeah, and also Tim Minchin who wrote that oh, is genius. one of my favourite comedians of all Absolute time. genius. And Jaden, how was your week? What have you been up to? Uh, not that much. Not that much? Not, not a lot, really. Just a nice, breezy, chill week? Yeah. That's always nice, though. It's nice it's to just nice. relax. <coughs> yeah, how are you going, Alex? I'm all right. I've had a really big cold this week. So oh, I had one last week. That's what could have come great. on. But um, mm. I had uh, training for my work. Cool. Awesome. So I just finished that yesterday. Very cool. So Congrats. It's been, thank you. It's been very tiring. On that note about colds and stuff, it's meant to be spring now and it's still raining like a lot in Melbourne. It's really nice today it's though. Been it's quite really a bit. lovely today. It's but been raining quite a bit in Melbourne over the last few weeks and that. Yeah, because I got caught. Especially after last week where I wore shorts for the first time in a few months. Oh, no. Today is absolutely lovely weather, but earlier this week I was walking around and got caught in the rain and I just kind of looked up in the sky and I was like, it's meant to be spring. Four seasons in one day. Yeah, Correct. that's Great Melbourne house. for you. Yeah, we had to put the air conditioning on in the car. Oh, on the way wow. Goodness. So that was a first for like this year. Yeah, <laughs> that was the same with me. I was in a car and they turned the air conditioner on it and it made a bit of a noise and they're like, yeah, that's probably because it hasn't been on in a while. <laughs> so summer is coming. Yes. And thank goodness it is because I'm over this gloomy weather. Are you? See, I, I can't walk very well in rain on my crutches because the rubber on the crutches slips oh, on the yes, pavement. Yes. In saying that, I am very much a winter person because I am of the belief in summer when it's really hot, when it's like, you know, 38 degrees or something, it's impossible to cool down for me. I'm always just really hot. Well, as in winter, when you're cold, you can easily warm up. So like, that's why I'm a nah. winter person. No, nah. Rosie? If I get cold, I'm cold down to my bone. Never getting warmer for again. Not even like a nice mug of hot chocolate. No. Nah. You no. can have hot chocolate in summer. That's true. I, yeah. I guess. Um, <laughs> please <I do. laughs> tweet us or Facebook us, raise the platform. Um, are you one of those people, because I do this, in summer I will drink hot chocolate, but in winter I will um, drink iced chocolate. And I just I yeah, kind I've of flip that. those around. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not I don't sure have why. iced chocolate in winter, but I'll definitely have iced chocolate and hot chocolate. Yeah. In summer. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a bit like that as well. Oh, yeah. Hot chocolate's all year round. I reckon. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is this is the hot chocolate edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Platform. yes. This is still and why don't we chill with a ice cream? <laughs> um, hot hot chocolate news coming to <laughs> you live from Sin ninety point seven. Just uh, sit down and chill with a hot with a cold bowl of ice cream. Yes, yes. Whenever whenever we're on Veronica, we seem to talk about ice cream. I don't. Yeah, because yeah. a couple of weeks ago, Veronica and I were on together, and if you listen to that show, we had a nice little chat about ice cream and what we do to relax. And you started that. <laughs> um, you thought of that chill campaign? Yeah, yeah. I, I made a joke, which I'm not sure how funny it is to repeat it, but I said when I relax, I like to chill, and I literally chill by eating ice cream because ice cream is cold. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I think um, my week, I've just been doing the uni and doing yeah. the study. How's that going for you? It's going well. Um any uni students listening out there, it's coming up towards the end of semester, so everything's kind of, it's, um, our ghost Rosie just, like, did the yes, thumbs up, <laughs> fist bump thing. In saying that, it's great that the holidays are coming, but there's a lot of work. <laughs> and so it's just, it's just studying, which I'm really lucky that I really like what I'm studying, and, um... I'm making a short film at the moment for one of my subjects, which is really, really fun. How's it going? It's going well. Um, it's We've started filming a bit of it, and I don't want to say what it's about just yet because I'm really nervous. It's my, it's my baby at the moment, and I'm too nervous to kind of reveal it. But I'm very, very excited, and I hope it will turn out well. I hope it goes well. Yeah, I hope so too. You and me both. <laughs> and I think... That's kind of all we have time for now on Raise the Platform. Oh, sad face. Yes, so, yes, so this is Cubs. We're going to now go to a song. This is Cubs Sport and I Can't Save You. You are on Sin 90.7, Raise the Platform. Cubs Sport, I Can't Save You here on Sin 90.7, Raise the Platform. We're out of time here, sadly, for this week. Aww. Aww, sad face. Can I just say how well timed that all was? <laughs> we, we're professional sound effects people now here at Raise the Platform. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, can, you can always catch up with us on our socials, Facebook, Raise the Platform, our Twitter, our Twitter R2PSYN, and our Instagram Raise the Platform on Facebook that we will have the interview we broadcast with Leanne and Shelley Leanne and Shelley from the gliders on Yeah on and for your And thanks to those guys for coming in once again. They were so great. If you want to listen to that back, it'll be on the podcast as Jaden just said. And yeah, that's a really great interview. Not that I'm biased at all about mm-hmm. it, but <laughs> I would recommend if you missed it tuning in. And also, if you want to catch some epic hot chocolate chat. Yeah. <laughs> hot chocolate. <laughs> so, thank you for listening, and we will see you. And we will see you next here, week. Next, next week. week, same time, same place. Sin 90.7. Bye. Bye. Bye.